You're listening to Cut the Net, a weekly talk show that revolves around the world of basketball, whether it's NBA, college, high school, or your local rec league. Cut the Net is hosted by a current basketball skills trainer and a six foot seven guy who had a mediocre and a mural career. We are bringing fresh opinions to hot topics that will leave you laughing, motivated, and wanting more. So for whatever reason you're here, stay tuned, because it starts right now. because he has no idea what I'm about to say. Every week when we start this, we start the intro and we hear it just like you guys. As Bryce hit play to start the intro, I dabbed at perfect timing to where it started (laughs) and it just felt crisp. Oh man, this is going to be a good one. Tell the people what's up, Bryce. What's going on, guys? Um, I'm glad that you... Started it off feeling good because I about broke my finger yeah, as we're so, starting. I don't know if you knew this or not, but I was going to bring it up either way. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds before we start uh, getting ready to record, I hear this loud bang. And then Bryce <laughs> goes, ow! <laughs> and I, I thought he died. I thought he was about dead. And when I asked him what happened, he said, this is going to sound really bad. <laughs> Bryce, go ahead and tell them what, what happened. Oh, man. All right. So the only reason it's going to sound bad is because it was, but it was one of those probably you had to see it. So I'm taking a drink of my water. I drink about six waters per podcast for those of you who don't know or haven't seen the <laughs> the stuff. Um, we and, don't hear him talking for a while. It's because he went to the bathroom really quick. <laughs> and as I'm putting my water down, I'm putting... You know, like you, you set your water down, your arms are out, mm-hmm. then you just kind of dr- drop your hands and put them by your side. And mm-hmm. as I drop my hands, I, I think I miscalculate how far the table <laughs> sticks sticks out, and I just smoke my finger <laughs> into the table. Thought I broke it. Still hurts a little bit. Depth perception's a little <laughs> off tonight. Oh my gosh. But I'm ready to roll. That's this is right. number nine, I believe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's getting up there. I mean, we're getting some practice it in, is. and we're getting. Man. We're getting to where we want to be with this thing. That's uh, right. That's because right. of the, the listeners. So let's let's yep. do it. We appreciate you guys. Um, so let's let's get into it. So the NBA, and this is going to be an NBA pretty heavy podcast mm-hmm. uh, this week. A lot going on, a lot to discuss, um, and then predictions, the finals. It's officially here. Thank goodness, first of all. I am so pumped. Um, and first of all, I... Uh, there might as, might as well be no order to this thing because we, we jump around so much. Yeah. Um, but I saw today that the Raptors have a 2-0 lead on the Warriors in the regular season. They didn't beat them in the regular season. Ah. That's kind of cool. But anyway, yeah. So before we get ahead of ourselves, let's talk the Bucks and uh, the Raptors. Final couple of games. Yeah. Was it more so Kawhi taking over? Or was it uh, Giannis and the Bucks kind of taking a backseat? Um, I believe just from like a viewer standpoint and trying to break down the game as I watch it, it was more of Kawhi taking over defensively and stepping up to the challenge, mm. and the role players finally showing up for Toronto. Um, the role players were not existent existent against Philadelphia the series before, but I mean like Fred Van Vliet. Had a child mid-series. Oh, yeah. Comes back from his child's birth and misses, like, two threes out of, like, 18,000 attempts the next, <laughs> what, two or three games. Yeah. Um, just I just think role players really stepped up for Toronto when Toronto when Kawhi really needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and by doing so, Kawhi could take on that challenge defensively on Giannis. And uh, – Giannis, I believe, will be the MVP of the league. Yeah, yeah. And this might be our first rabbit hole 10 seconds in. Um, Follow it. But I don't know if that guy has game, like skill. Like, hmm. he's he's a physical freak, absolutely physical freak. Can dominate physically in a stature that Shaq could at times. Mm-hmm. 
but he can't shoot at all. Mm-hmm. He's a below average passer, below average ball handler for when it comes to what those guys can do. Um, now, for his size, he's a good right, ball right, handler, right. but yeah, yeah. like he can dunk, and that's about it. I mean, honestly. You know what? I've never thought about it like that. I hadn't either. But the more I watched, it popped in my head. And I did notice that even some of his his passes mm-hmm. and the way he distributes the ball, like, it just looks a little off. And his vision, like, yeah. if they double from the front, he's just making that simple kick out, which makes it easy rotation for the beat. Like, he, he doesn't have a pull-up. He can't shoot threes. He can't shoot free throws. He's a below-average finisher when he's not dunking it. Mm. And he... He really, when I say below average, I'm saying for his physical freak like stature. Right. Sure. Um, but like he doesn't even have like a a five foot floater or like. I, like I really like him. I think he's great. Sure. He's the MVP of the league. And, yeah, a great player. But, obviously. And if if you're a Giannis fan, this could be a positive that if he develops any of that, mm-hmm. this guy could be insane. True. But off this series, when the Raptors put Kawhi on him, backed him up, let Kawhi use his length, and just packed the paint, Eric Bledsoe had the yips, couldn't make a three. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I made him, saw him make a shot outside of a layup the entire series. Um, Brooke Lopez thinks he's Kyle Korver with some of those shots. <laughs> but, like, Giannis just... I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I was very disappointed. In, like, now he would go for 20 and 17, and so, but, like, with his performance and how how he didn't step up, basically, right. do you think that that is other teams figuring him out? Yes. Or, okay. So. I don't. I don't think it's him not trying or anything like that. Sure. No. 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 The effort's there. I just think that, like I said, the skill, the game. Like when it comes to man, he's got some game. He can play. He doesn't have that yet. He doesn't have it at all. And. So in the playoffs, one thing that I've really noticed in the playoffs this year is if you can't make tough shots from the perimeter, you are not the player that you were in the regular season. I've noticed that a lot this series. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Butler is a really good example for me. During the regular season, he didn't like to shoot much from the perimeter. He was doing lots of stuff in the paint. He couldn't get his points in the paint in this playoff series, so he started making. He was making tough shots, and he was Philadelphia's best player, and it wasn't close mm-hmm. against the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, and with the same team, but the reverse argument is Joel Embiid, who's I think believe the most dominant big in the NBA. The best player on the 76ers wasn't couldn't shoot. Now they're saying he's sick and all that crap, but couldn't shoot from the perimeter in this series. And when you can't make perimeter shots, he wasn't effective in the paint. And that's I just believe that playoff basketball is so physical mm-hmm. and the refs let things go and it's so detailed where players are paying attention every possession mm-hmm. that the physical dominance isn't there. Giannis, not there. Um, Joel Embiid, not there. I'm, I, Andre Drummond wasn't there for against the Celtics in the first series. Like, And breaking this down, it would make sense that maybe – a, a position that has to do more with physical strength and height and, and you know things right. like that would be much easier to shut down to form a defensive plan around mm-hmm. than a Kawhi or a Kyrie or Steph, Curry. Or, Steph or LeBron or right. you know, whatever. I think that uh, it's just like another James Harden for the Rockets against the Warriors. It was, that was a five-game series, right? Warriors won on five. Harden didn't shoot well at all, percentage-wise. And Chris Paul had the best game he probably has had in the playoffs mm-hmm. since he's joined the Rockets in Game 5. Yeah, But when Harden, normally when he doesn't have a good shooting games, he's still getting 30-plus because he's getting inside, getting fouled, getting to the line. That doesn't happen in the playoffs. They, they really, really lock in on how they want to guard you. There's not as many fouls called because they let it get a little more physical. And so that hurt, like, it just hurts his game. If you're not making... Shots. That's why the Warriors are so good right now without Kevin Durant. They only shoot tough perimeter shots or dunks. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. They take one of the two. Yeah. And or Clay Thompson mid range, which you can't go wrong with. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Durant kind of played a little more of the ISO, and teams can game plan for that. Yeah. 
Because when Steph and Clay are stagnant, the Warriors are worse. When Durant has the ball and he's ISO when Steph and Clay are stagnant. 100%. When, du- when Draymond's at the top of the key with the ball, Steph and Clay are running around like madmen. And it's impossible, impossible to guard. Absolutely impossible. Mm-hmm. I seriously don't think you could find... You're going to have people that think they can guard it in the world, blah, blah, blah. For a full game, chasing those guys around on the perimeter has to be the most exhausting thing. I think you could do in basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you agree? I don't know. How are you supposed to be an offensive threat mm-hmm. when you have to chase them around in the other? That's why you're seeing them put not as good players offensively on these guys. But yeah. when that happens, you're taking your best players off their other team's best and players. I think that's what makes Kawhi so special because you know, he agree. shines on both sides. Completely agree. Now, do you think? And I'm and I asked you if it was you know teams kind of figuring out Giannis. Next next season, if Giannis doesn't really change much, he might may have another move or two in his bag. But you know, handles skill not, wise, not yes, okay. skill wise doesn't improve much. Um, do you think that teams completely figure him out to where he's he's you know a gosh I don't want to say it but like a Dwight Howard. In the regular season, I believe Giannis will always be. Very, very good because players in the NBA don't take the regular season the way they take the playoffs. They don't lock in defensively. Sure. Giannis fast in the regular season, his fast like his fast breaks are completely unguardable. He he gets them all the time. He doesn't get those in the playoffs. Seriously, he didn't get hardly any fast break points those last three games. Minus games one and two when the Bucks won both of them pretty easily. He didn't get well. I say pretty easily, but they won them. It wasn't easy, but mm-hmm. um, he didn't get those fast break points and. That's where he thrives. Um, that's why the dominance that LeBron and KD and Kawhi and the, like and Kobe and Jordan, all these guys that continuously always dominate the postseason is so impressive because in the regular season they can coast the thirty points, getting running out on steals, getting fast break points. Right, yeah. In the playoffs, they don't get those, and they still lock in and get do what they need to do for their team to win. Right. So, yeah, that definitely separates the goods and greats. Um, so let me ask you this. Uh, let's just go on into the finals matchup. You mentioned, so Kawhi has been special this, mm-hmm. this postseason. Um, and I was talking to somebody about this. I can't remember, but has, do you think Kawhi's always been this special, just on a good team and played his role and his part like on the Spurs, and then now he has a chance to shine? Or do you think now he's embraced it to where, hey, he's next level, he could have stepped up, or he could have stayed the same, and here he is shining? I think it was the second option. Embraced it, stepped up. When he was, I think the Spurs, big three, and, and Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu, taught Kawhi what, what it takes to win at the level that he wants to win at. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're seeing that now. I don't think – you can't just develop that very often. There's only a select few people – like even LeBron went over with the Heat and Wade had already won and kind of helped there. And, and Magic – or not Magic. Michael hadn't won a series until Pippen came over and they kind of worked things through that way. Um, so you don't necessarily just develop it that quick. Now you can develop it. Like – like Kobe developed it, he kind of had to, um, but he did. He did was kind of took under Michael's wing and did all that, which helped him. Mm-hmm. But um, I think he definitely just kind of embraced what he had to do. Yeah, I don't think that the Kawhi now was the Kawhi that the Spurs had. There's no way. Yeah, like he would have been that team's best player. Well, and and what I mean is that it was. He could have done this at any. Do you think he could have done this on the Spurs at any moment? I don't. I really don't. Okay. I think that. Do I think he was very good with the Spurs? Like he was kind of rolling through the the Warriors. What was it? Two years ago, before he got hurt with mm-hmm. that that ankle, the Zaza oh, Pachulia yeah. play. Oh. Um. Like yeah, he he that year I think yes he could kind of do what he's doing now. Um. But their championship years, no, okay. I don't. I think that he was. He was drafted as a project player with, I think, the 15th pick, if I remember correctly. The Greg Popovich project player. And he guarded LeBron well in the finals. They won one. They I think they got beat once by him. Um, but 
I don't think he could do what he's doing now with that team, no. And even if he wanted to, I don't think he could, kind of, to, to yeah. answer that more. Yeah. So, um, so let's say Kawhi leads this Raptors team to a finals championship, and like he wins. Mm-hmm. They win. Does he stay? I mean, I think you have to, right? Uh, if mean, you this, win this the championship, see... you're the best team in the NBA, right? Yeah. That's what it means. Why would you leave the best team in the NBA? Well, you also made that team the best team in the NBA. So what your argument is that if you went somewhere else, they could be even better than right. what... Okay. Right. And honestly, does, does Kawhi stand out to you as a person that would embrace this number one spotlight all the time it, no. the me player no I don't, I don't think um, so here's kind of a, a same, similar very very similar question does he leave even now that they made the finals like is that enough for some for some players it's a no brainer I'm staying here because we made the finals mm-hmm. for him it still feels like everyone's talking about he's gone yeah that's true and it's like dude they're in the finals like I was talking to somebody's um the other day that we're like, where's Kawhi going to go? Who do you want to win the Bucks raptors series? And I was like, I want the Bucks to win because I want Kawhi to join LeBron in L.A. And I think if he goes to the finals, yeah. he's staying. Yeah. So that's kind of another one. It's it's the same question you asked, but kind of a step below, I guess. Yeah, makes sense. Um, no, I I get that. I, I think that, yeah, if they would have lost, it would have been and, and not made it to the finals. I think it, yeah, it's Sayonara. pretty solidified. Yeah, yeah. he's gone. The, f- the fact that he made it, yeah. Um, and honestly, he even though he doesn't seem like a, a me, uh, I'm good with the spotlight, all that, he also seems like a, you know, content, let me, you know, build this culture. Right. Let me, you know, uh, the fans obviously love him. Oh, Toronto's crazy, man. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Speaking of fans, how about Drake and all this? I love it. That- I think it's, it's, it's ridiculous how it's even getting coverage like he's a fan mm-hmm. he's the most famous musical artist probably ever mm-hmm. um he touched the coach's shoulders and gave him a shoulder rub listen i get that's kind of crazy yeah you don't do that but if there's anyone who can complain about it isn't it nick nurse the coach yes and if he's okay with it, if he's not complaining about it, yeah, shut why up. is everyone? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's okay with it. Mike Boonholz right. over the Bucks complain about it. He didn't. He wasn't even close to you. Yeah. It's yeah, like he's like, like whatever Drake is. Yeah, it's like Drake's whispering him like the game-winning plays in his ear. Yeah. Like no, he's rubbing his shoulders because he's hyped. In fact, I would embrace Drake having anything to do with your team with the curse that he has. Absolutely. On his like. I don't yeah. know. I mean, we can. We can I, I like that, it too. But. I think that sometimes they play it up. The media plays it up a little bit, um, and they just like to get anything out of it, good and bad. Oh, well, it's right. the coach, and it's this huge deal. Or you know, they show them fifty-seven times in the game, and so you have the people in the comments saying, you know, why aren't why isn't it about completely Drake agree? Yeah, so completely agree. I just think it's an attention grab. But at the end of the day, I think it's awesome that somebody in the mainstream media, like you said, I mean, the most popular. In today's media, for for sure, it loves your team and is close with the coach right. and gives him a back rub. That, right. I mean, that's that's hilarious. I, I love I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, Kevin Hart was very similar with the with the Eagles when they yeah. won the Super Bowl, and then yeah. very similar with the uh, the Sixers when he's kind of supporting them through the playoffs and, and such. He wasn't as much around this year, but he has been kind of in the past. Um, while we're on, with that being said, while we're on this. Who wins the finals? You want to do? Let's just do the. the yeah. Let's let's do. Let's okay, let's make let's, this a competition. Let's bring it. Let's bring it to light. So, what we're gonna do for everybody listening to this, we're gonna make it interesting. So we're gonna have three separate categories. First of all, the team that wins. Uh, now, obviously, one would think that that would be an obvious choice. Uh, but so that's why we're gonna go best two out of three on the finals. Uh, I guess you can call it bet or wager. Um, we're gonna go winner, number of games, and then we're both gonna pick a player from each team that we think will be the MVP. And the best two out of three um, 
obviously that person wins. So, and I, as I was saying that, I was thinking, well, what if neither player, like, what if none of the four that we pick is like that? But maybe we think second best. Well, I was thinking gonna... that too. What if we did for our MVP, it has to be a bold prediction MVP. And then whichever, so if none of, if neither is correct, whichever of our bold prediction plays better for the team that wins. We'll pick one bold prediction for each team. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. That way we can't just say Steph and Kawhi. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. let's, for our MVP, let's do a bold prediction. And then if neither of our bold predictions is correct, between our bold predictions, which one played better Got it. between the two? Yep. Okay, so now to make it interesting, uh, we've kind of thrown around some ideas of what we would do if we did put a wager on it. But we can't think of anything. It was running around the studio while we're live. It was singing the national anthem at the beginning. We didn't want to torture your ears that bad. Uh, So we're going to leave it up to you guys. Let us know what you think we should do, what the loser should do um, of this wager for the finals. Uh, And we will. So we're we're sticking to it. We're going to pick the best one. Even though the games will start by next podcast, Mm -hmm. we will figure it out before then. And we're, it's, this is live, so you're, you're, we're going to have to be held to it. Right. So, uh, as much as I really don't want to. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Be, be a little easy on us, please. <laughs> or, I guess, Bryce. Um, so, oh, okay. well, with that being said, not really, because I'm already starting out 0 and 1, because we've already, we haven't discussed really anything, but I can already tell that you're picking the, the Warriors. Yes. Yeah. But you, and, you can, I mean. No, I mean, and I mean, that's that's the smart choice, sure, but just because I still don't like them, uh, contrary to what I said last podcast about maybe two two episodes ago about how I couldn't watch them, hate them, don't like KD, don't like Draymond, and now I actually do respect Draymond quite a bit and love Steph on the court, love Clay Thompson. I could never pick them to win. No matter you how much root I think. for them, yeah, okay, yeah. respectable. Can't root for them. Can't. So you're do taking it. the Warriors or the Raptors. I'm, I'm taking, taking the Warriors. The Raptors. Yeah. Let's do our series now. Series. I'm saying in, and I guess we could have the same, and it would just be a tiebreaker of some kind for the third one. But I'm saying six games. Raptors in six. I got Warriors in six. Ugh. So. Man, you really believe that the Raptors can get the Warriors on their home court twice? Honestly, no. I'm diversifying because I don't think if the Raptors don't win, I don't think they're getting the game. (laughs) I gotcha. I like it. Hey, respectable. Yeah. So I'm saying it's six. Okay. So you're playing the, you're just going to take a chance type of. Yes. I respect it. Yes. I'm playing it safe, but I'm also playing with what I believe. I mean, I. Sure. I don't so, want to be singing on the podcast, so I gotta play the way I think. Hey, I feel you. Um, what? Uh, and what we might do is also hit up people for a tiebreaker of some kind okay. because we might end up with the same score. Okay. Because if if it's if you're up two to one, like if the Warriors win in six, not it's two to one, um, and then my guy maybe does better, like mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah two, two two. So. If we be thinking, everybody. Yeah, if listening. that comes to that, we'll we'll definitely do yeah. something with that. We'll reach out because I mean we're on the fly here and we don't have two hours to think about. Right. So do you want me to do my bold prediction first, or do you want to go? Bold prediction, go. MVP bold prediction: Warriors, Draymond Green. Okay. Raptors, Pascal Siakam. Okay. Those are. Like the these aren't super bold, but it's bolder than Steph, Clay, Kawhi, or Kyle Lowry. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Pascal Siakam for the the Raptors. I'm gonna go Draymond Green as the MVP for the Warriors. If I wasn't doing a bold prediction, I still might pick Draymond Green for the MVP for the Warriors. Yeah, I, I get that. Now that has an asterisk by it. If Kevin Durant comes back, Draymond gets his stats go drastically down. Okay, well let me say mine. Okay. Pick for the Warriors, Kevin Durant. I, I it is bold because he didn't even exactly. play. Exactly. Yeah, he might not. Yeah, he might not play a game. Right. Because it's already been said he's going to miss one game. Right. 
Yeah, he's out game one. He is traveling for the first time with the team, but he right. is already out game yes. one. Yes, so he's yeah, so he's definitely behind in the race right. to start out. So I but I think I think he comes back, I think he saves the day, I think he becomes more of the hero and gets the MVP. Okay. And leaves on a good note. If the Warriors, the Warriors win. In the Warriors Nation. If Only the Warriors if the Warriors win, win. right. Yes. So man, this is real bold. Um I'm gonna go Serge Ibaka. I like it. Yeah, I think I almost went Danny Green, but I was like, I can't, I can't do it. No, no, too, bold, too bold. I don't know. I don't know which is more bold, Serge. Serge is the better candidate between the two for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's upside. I like it. Maybe not. So I like it. If he comes in, averages twenty and ten for him, and three blocks a game. I mean, why not? Yeah. Yeah, a couple big moments. That's right. what I'm hoping for. A couple right. huge big shots. moments, big blocks. He had know. some big shots against the 76ers. Yep. Very well could have been. Yep. If Kawhi wouldn't hit that shot, Serge Ibaka very well could have been an MVP mm-hmm. for that series. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, yeah, so you heard it. Is. It's on record. We each got our picks. We were letting you guys choose the punishment for the losers. Um, and also be thinking about a tiebreaker. And think we'll of a tiebreaker. We'll do the same. Um, but, yeah, help us out. We're not that creative. Absolutely, absolutely. Man, okay, that was fun. I'm also kind of nervous now. Me too. Man. It's like, yeah, I I've agree. I've never publicly wagered something that I didn't know what the loser would do. Right, and like with a bold prediction in there, it makes it even more scary. That's true. That's a good point. But it's going to make watching the finals even more fun. Right. Oh, I can't wait till Serge is a big, big shot, and I sit on my couch. I get a text from Matt. It's oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> FaceTime. <laughs> run around the house <laughs> okay um so so there's that uh big talk nba finals the finals is here first game is will be tomorrow when this drops and then the next game is sunday saturday uh, wait i think saturday. saturday or sunday i think saturday is that so professional sorry about uh, that <laughs> what where does it so wait the raptors have home court don't they do they I think they do. When I said that you think the Raptors are going to beat Golden State twice, I meant I was thinking because Golden St- the Raptors have home court. Wow. I thought they did. Game one is on Thursday. Game two is on Sunday. You are correct. Man, two for two. Super sorry about that. Wow. Yeah, first two games in Toronto with a two-game break in between. Interesting. After Sunday, they play... Again, Can't go back on your answers now, dude. It's it's no, locked in. No, I'm in. good. I should have. I mean, I, I'm. I mean, I still think the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That doesn't <laughs> change a single thing. Uh, but I just there's a little bit of glimmer of hope for me that uh, I forgot about. Uh, so with all that being said, like I said earlier, we're going to be pretty NBA heavy. I saw this post and I wanted to talk about it uh, with you and get your thoughts on it. So. The question is, which one would you rather have seen happen? And it's MJ never retiring for re, never retiring for the first time, Kobe and Shaq never splitting up, LeBron and Kobe facing off in the finals, or Derrick Rose never getting injured. And I've seen you. You see, if you follow uh, sports pages. Uh, like more than one sports center bleacher report and then you get into like the fan made ones TNT NBA yeah that, kind well, of stuff. Yeah, that too or like the non-legit ones right know, like right basketball vines you know, basketball forever yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. Forever. ball is life ball is life you're gonna get a million of these a day right this one really caught my attention because I was just like as I went from scenario to scenario it just my jaw kept dropping because I kept thinking about what what right, actually right, was right. gonna happen, and all of these are so legit because you know the MJ lovers, the people that say LeBron will never be better than MJ, that he would have won eight straight if he never would have retired. Ain't buying it. Me neither. I no, I don't. I think there's too much politics in it too. I think somebody's getting upset. I think people are leaving. I don't think they keep their same team. And Completely agree. Completely agree. I, I you can't do that. That's some, some MJ coming back as good as he was. I think is credit to his break that he True. his first retirement. True. Like 
you just can't play that game. I don't like that one as much as I like the other three a lot, yes. a lot, a lot. So something interesting about the Kobe Shaq deal is that they had, you know, they had beef, pretty bad beef, right, for a while. And I, I watched this uh, interview that Kobe had with uh, Barstool Sports, I believe, a podcast that was on there. Okay, and you remember his forty game streak. Back in like 2002, 2003-ish, um, when they were, I think they might have won that year. When he had, yeah, nine straight 40-point games. Do I remember it? No. Do you Do, you, I, do, do you I know about it? it yes. Happening? Yeah, yes. I don't, yeah. I would have been um, like what? five or six. Yeah, so. Six, so yeah, probably not. I don't know. But yeah, I do know about it. Like, yeah, for sure. I've seen it. I've seen the games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't know the record now. I don't know if it's been broken, but I know it was nine then. So 10 would have broken the record. When he was after that ninth game, when he had 40 plus, he was going for 10, beating the record, and he got, you know, obviously he was trying for it. Right. Somebody in either the front office or coaching staff, this is from Kobe's mouth, they said, hey man, we're going to lose the big guy. Word for word. The attention was on Kobe. Shaq didn't feel like he was getting his, like, as far as future for him getting his money, big contracts, and also the limelight, I think. So he said, you got to dial it back. You got to end the streak. And he went and scored 32 points. I that nobody nobody knows that. Like that's not out there. Nobody's right. talking about that. I think that's huge. I do too. Like if if they could have overcame that and they they stay together and then they had D Fish and you know Ron Test and all those guys. Robert Ori saved them both. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Robert Oh my gosh, yes. I think to me, I think they're the most dominant scenario. I think they're the most fun. I think it's a genuine all-star team that wasn't a KD moving to the Warriors right. type. Um, that's that's the one I'm picking from. Like that is my favorite as well. Um, so if I'm picking that one, we're kind of assuming that they worked it out and could stay together, right? For sure. Okay. And yeah, because I feel like that's one of the main reasons. The only way they, they stay not. together, right? Is if they work it out. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's mine. I would love to see. I wish they could have worked it out and and stayed together. That's, um, but we, I mean, if Robert Ory misses that three, we're talking about this completely different. Sure, completely different. That's true. Now, do I think Robert Ory saved Kobe and Shaq's legacy? No, for sure. Do I yeah. think Ray yeah. Allen saved LeBron's legacy? No. Mm-hmm. Do I think that it helped? Absolutely. Like you have, but you have basketball is a five player sport, and if you can't make open threes. Now, Ray Allen's was tough, but uh, Ray um, Allen's was the go. But Robert Dory's was a tip it off offensive rebound, wide open step in three. Like, yeah, make the shot. So, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. that's my favorite. Yeah. And I think that's the most exciting because, like, obviously LeBron Kobe would be insane and fun to watch. Right. But, I mean, that's kind of a, I mean, that's four to seven games. Right. And that's it. But you're talking years. Right. Years. I mean, they could have won, they could have won eight in a row. Um, and then last, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose was a freak and fun to watch. And I remember um, people were just making Derrick Rose highlight videos, motivational videos right. left and right on YouTube in 2010, 2011, yeah. 2012. Uh, so he was a huge deal. He was basically like a Westbrook, but better. Yeah. Basically. Uh, I can agree. More of a shot. More of a shot more, early. Yeah. I here's my thing with Derrick Rose. Great, great, great player. Really, really respect everything he's done. I don't dislike him in any way. I will say I think the only reason he won the MVP is because of voter fatigue. He wasn't the best. Oh, so you're kind of salty that LeBron didn't win it. Yeah. He wasn't the best player in the league that year. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, he only averaged like 21-7. Now, it was voter fatigue. LeBron should have won that. Now. That's true. But well, here's that's, my that's thing. also biased. I mean, come on. I agree. But <laughs> anyone who looks at the stats, like, right. you're not going to win the argument that Derrick Rose was the best player in the league that year. Right. 
So, and LeBron was on the better team, too. So, um, anyway. Um, uh, I don't know. With the injury things, it's hard for what-ifs. That's true. Because, like... It's hard to sustain that's the almost game. Like, that's that almost like saying, okay, what if so-and-so never got older and always kept his athleticism? Like, it's hard for me. Yeah. All right. You know I'll what I mean? That. Like, injuries is part of getting older. So, it, yeah, it's almost like a ghost push. <laughs> I, I don't know what that was. Um, but... I don't know. That one's hard for me. I I, I get it. Uh, I and I, I agree. I think that that's that's a tough one because the way he plays is like Westbrook. Only maybe even again with the bottle guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, he uh, man completely lost my train of thought. He's <laughs> juggling bottle caps in the middle of the podcast. Oh my gosh, dude. Anyway, I'm fidgety tonight. <laughs> speaking of injuries, um, and just the NBA in general, because we both we both said it. I mean, it, and I think a lot of people would agree that Kobe Shaq for ten years would be absolutely insane. Right, that would be amazing. Um, with that being said, it got me thinking about the physical specimens that these professional athletes are. Mm-hmm. The schedule that they're on they they work out their sleep schedule um and their diet diet is crucial being a 24 year old three year removed from college married for a couple years things get flabby quickly (laughs) metabolism starts to slow down and it's crazy that i'm seeing guys younger than me go as hard as they do and their bodies are insanely chiseled as they are and what it takes to get there right because i've tried and when i say tried i haven't really tried but like i've given it given it a decent effort at times so what do you think first of all how hard would that be to keep that diet here's my thought on that for us nearly impossible Mm -hmm. we do not now I'm not discrediting these guys. These guys are absolute freaks. They dedicate their life to this. Mm-hmm. But do they have the access that we have? Like they, they're they have people that cook their meals yeah. for them. They're yeah. told what they can. Like we don't do that. Yeah. If I'm tired after a long day at work, of workouts or something, I come home. I'm not cooking no five star super healthy meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm swinging Lean, through Wendy's on the way home. Yeah. So. Their access points are different. Yeah, they can true. show up at a Lakers facility and say, "Hey, come rebound for me," and fifteen people are going to show up and do whatever he needs them. Like any, I'm talking about LeBron, kind of, mm-hmm. and whatever they need to do. Mm-hmm. But with that said, the diet that they are on is insane. Yeah. So when I see people trying to compare their diets to, like when you see like. LeBron's diet for sale on social media. You can look like LeBron. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot goes into looking and these guys are absolutely perfectionists with their bodies. Mm-hmm. Now, some some of them are, and you can tell. But like LeBron, Kobe's, Jordan's, yes, these guys have everything down to a exact calculated point of what they're doing. Literally every single day of the off season and during season, mm-hmm. what they're eating, what they're doing, when they're waking up, when they're going to bed, literally everything. That brings up a funny random question. What do you think their cheat days look like? So first of all, okay, what it actually is. So at the end of the day, LeBron's cheat day is not a Krispy Kreme donut yeah, or a cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. It's yeah, not be that. So. How do you think that differs? How do you think their cheat day compares to ours? And also, what is your cheat day? Okay. Okay. So, with the cheat days in the NBA, I've kind of liked to look into this. Like, I've done it quite a bit. Lots of it is they just allow themselves their cheat day as a carb overload. It's not unhealthy fats. Like, sushi's a cheat day for lots of NBA players. Mm-hmm. Sushi, for us, we sometimes consider it healthy. <laughs> You know I mean, fish, rice, right. seaweed. Right. But for them, that's a lot of carbs. Yeah. That's a carb overload for yeah. them. That's kind of a... Ch- so I've looked into that a lot. Sure. Um, another person that I like, for example, is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. If you follow him mm-hmm. on social media, he posts his cheat days, and it's literally 
50 different sushi rolls oh, wow. and it's his cheat day. Like it's wow. insane. Um, but lots of the NBA's that, that cheat day, sushi rolls, wines, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, a cake for their daughter's birthday. <laughs> like they, they right. have to plan those out accordingly and those yeah. are their cheat days. Right. Um, I do believe that their cheat days aren't whatever you want to eat type of meal when it comes to the day. Mm-hmm. I believe for their cheat days, they eat super healthy like they always do. And a piece of cake makes their cheat day. Mm. Or sushi for dinner makes so their like cheat one day. one thing. Right. One thing makes And that ruins day. their day as healthy eating where they consider it a cheat day. Yeah. For me... Yeah, what's yours? So, for those of you who don't know me or haven't seen me in a while, and Ev can vouch for me on this, probably three months ago, I was at my heaviest point. Mm-hmm. Um, 207. Didn't feel great. Didn't look great. How, now, how tall are you? Six foot. Okay, six foot, 207. I mean, that's that's not bad it, at all. It's not good. <laughs> okay, so and it's not where you were. And, and like I said, was I happy about it? Was I embarrassed about it a little bit? Yeah, like I didn't want to stay my way all the time, but now yeah. I went on a strict diet. I work out hard. I'm playing a lot of ball. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a 185, which is where I was my senior year of high school, wow. and it's kind of where I want to be. I feel good. Yeah. I, I feel like I look better. So you're um, maintaining now. Right. So now, now I still... I mean, there's life's short. <laughs> so there's days if I go to Texas Roadhouse, I'm eating as many rolls as oh, I can eat. Slamming the rolls with um, the cinnamon butter. Oh. But my diet would look like this if, if since we're kind of lunch, I'm doing either fish, chicken, or steak. And this is your normal diet. Yeah. Okay. And every day, fish, chicken, or steak. Okay. For lunch, um, and then a low carb dinner. So whatever, whatever that be. So for the people that know a lot about diets and stuff, my diet pretty much is a low carb diet. Um, and then water, a lot, a lot of water. Mm-hmm. So you, any soda? No, I have ne- like even in high school, never drink soda. I've drank. I don't say never, but like I don't drink soda. Like sure. I've I've had soda. It's not but, your drink of choice, but you. I mean, maybe. just actually, like some people won't believe this. I don't like it. Okay. I really just don't like it. Um, Makes sense why you don't drink it because I love it. Right. And, and like you see like when you come out to the house or, and we're chilling and you bring some Mountain Dews or we're out at some friends mm-hmm. like, drinking sodas us. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't drink them. Yeah. So um, love lemonade okay. and milk. Love, not together, but those, like I love, <laughs> I love lemonade and milk. That would um, be disgusting. Oh, so, so gross. Lemon milk. But I, I have to, I have to very, because lemonade full of sugar Takes the carbs up. Milk. Now, are you a chocolate dairy. milk guy or a white milk guy? Both. Doesn't matter. It, it, after workouts, I love some chocolate milk. Oh, yeah. um, you know, later, not right after, but to recover and stuff like that. Don't do protein drinks. Don't do all that. Okay. Don't really do the energy drinks very often. I mean, I have. I love mm-hmm. bangs. Um, mm-hmm. But those, I mean, no carbs, no sugars. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, and then my cheat days, like, I don't really set a cheat day because, like I said, if I go out to eat Texas Roadhouse, I'm eating whatever I want there because it's Texas Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. So, like, I will consider. I will just tell myself that's my cheat day. Yeah. So for the rest of the week, I just will not have. Mm-hmm. I'll just eat. You know, my. Do you meats try and, and usually just do one. Yeah, I really try to only so do one. Strict. And then, I really try to make them a day before I'm going to go hoop. Okay. So I hoop a lot on Tuesdays and Thursdays right now. Mm-hmm. So a Monday, a Wednesday, I really because the next day you hoop, you feel better. You know yeah. what I mean? You step on yeah. the scale afterwards. I, I weigh myself like crazy, probably three times a day. Wow. Um, when, I, when I wake up, because that's your lightest, yep. middle of the day, heaviest, at night, well, middle of the day at night, heaviest points, because yep. um, I like to know where I'm at at all stages. So if I'm at yep. 183 in the morning, my hope is that I can be 185 by the time I go to bed mm-hmm. and stay there. I don't want to be 185 and then 192, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of around that right now, um, gotcha. not going to lie. I'm about 184, 184, 185, 190 throughout the day. Um, I range from there. So is Texas Roadhouse your cheat day that's your go-to? Not not just Texas Roadhouse. Any kind of like if I'm going out to eat. So you just you're you're going out to eat and you're not ordering off the light light side. Right. If I'm home, I try to eat out only once a week. So if I'm home, I'm making one of those meals that Mm. I described. I, when I go out, I'm getting what I want. 
Gotcha. And I try only to do that once a week, and that's my cheat day. Am I perfect? Am I an NBA all-star that does that? No. <laughs> right. Have I lost close to 20 pounds doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel good about it. So, so what's what's your restaurant of choice? Hey, for the last time, answer the question. <laughs> what is your cheat meal? Like, what's your go-to? Oh, like a one-meal go-to. Yeah. Like gotcha. What, what? It just sounds the best all the time. Okay. It's like, if, yeah, you have, yeah, if you're yeah. at liberty to stuff your face, what do you eat? Country fried chicken with white gravy, <laughs> a baked potato loaded with some rolls at Texas Roadhouse. Oh, that sounds amazing. But why are you not getting steak at Texas Roadhouse? Why are you not getting steak at Texas Roadhouse? Because I have steak every day for throughout the week. Mm, wow. Okay. Nice. Now, if I'm going to a steak, like another steakhouse, yeah. But when I go to Texas Roadhouse, I love their country fried chicken with some rolls and a sweet or a baked potato. Mm. Fair enough. Mouth so good. Going to have to get it tomorrow. So. <laughs> I'm heading to Springfield trip. tonight, actually. Oh, I, I mean. was going to say, yeah, you're not even going to Springfield, but I'm going to Texas. <laughs> Party of one. Give me the rolls. Um, so for my cheat day. Let's hear it. Yes, sir. So first of all, my diet is not strict. Um, I am on the money-saving diet. So okay. I'm doing ham sandwiches. I'm doing. That's not bad. You know, chips and guac. That's not bad either. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically a specimen. Uh, So, at the (laughs) end of the day, for cheat day, it it might be my third cheat day of the week. I don't know. But my go-to is Taco Bell. Love Taco Bell. That's When I get off work... Not going to Taco Bell on the way home for lunch, or everybody have a lunch break, is the hardest thing for me. So, it's not only because it's, like, super terrible for you, mm-hmm. but you always feel bad after you eat it. Like, it is pretty trash food. So, not only is it a cheat, but it's like a guilty pleasure, you know? And you always have to order so much. So much. Because... It's I, so cheap. And honestly, man, I have this fear when I'm ordering out, whether it's, you know, a sit down. Well, not so much sit down, but fast food where I'm going to eat it, you know, in a fast food establishment in my car, like on the way to something or at home. If I take it home, I have this weird fear that I don't order enough. I have this weird fear that I I'm going to be hungry. I'm, I'm hungry. And then get a snack it's like, on some crappy foods. At home. I, I got something out because I didn't want to fix anything. So I'm not going to get something out and then fix <laughs> something. So, yeah. And it's then, so cheap, And then you bro, have to eat dude. it. Talk and about so cheap, it. yeah. It is cheap, too, yeah. I took my... So I have a bunch of family in town. You know this. They don't. They don't care. Um, <laughs> but we golfed yesterday, which we, I do all the time now. Um, obsessed. Absolutely obsessed. And afterwards, I'm on my way home, and I, I text everyone and asked what they want for dinner, so I, I went and bought dinner for everyone. $67 at Wendy's <laughs> for dinner for everyone. How many bags was that? Like five. Five bags. Like big ones. Did they forget anything? Nothing. No. Actually gave us an extra burger and extra strawberry lemonade. <laughs> but the point of my story is not to gloat that I bought $67 worth of meals for my family at all. It's to say that if... They would have chosen Taco Bell. That would have been thirty dollars. <laughs> that is that is factual. And so I was like, this when I texted, I I remember saying, Wendy's. "What's up?" I said, "This week's episode brought to you by Wendy's." <laughs> but so yeah, you texted them. I remember saying, "I'm picking up dinner. What everybody want? Taco Bell? Question mark? Wendy's? Question mark?" And just kind of left it. But I remember saying, "I'm putting Taco Bell first for a reason." Yes. Um. And they all went to Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I got the barrage of orders from like 11 different people. Golly. Ordered it up. Probably took me 20 minutes to order. <laughs> it, t- it was. Oh, how mad was the person behind you? Uh, actually, it was no one behind me. So oh, that was wow. good. That's but good. It, it was about $15 for every minute it took me to order. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um,. I mean, you could rack it up at Wendy's. I mean, if you're not getting the, oh my gosh. the double stack for a dollar forty nine or whatever it is, I mean, ha- fries are outrageously high. The five for five is good at Wendy's too. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That that's solid, uh, and that's uh, a cost saver for sure. But I don't want drinks when I go out, right? Especially if I'm bringing it back. 
I got my own drinks or I'm drinking water. See, we, my family loves Wendy's all natural strawberry lemonades. If you haven't had it, try it. It will change your life. Anyway, we had like five different people get that. Mm-hmm. That drink is an additional charge. So if you order a meal, you can't just get a strawberry lemonade. Right, it's, it's an upcharge charge to yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. So that, that bumped up a lot. I mean, we had four or five of those. And Let's talk had... about this. And I'm, and I'm already upset about it because I get hyped about this okay. every time it's brought up. Wendy's and a lot of other fast food chains are going to this now. They're seven foot high, three foot wide Coke dispenser that has 75 million options and combinations, but they all suck. Nothing that comes out of those Coke machines are good. It's either all carbonation or... Vanilla Coke set, j- tastes just like Orange Coke. Tastes just like Vanilla Coke. It's all coming out of one dispenser. It's the same thing. So I can't say much about that because um, every time we have those things, I either get lemonade or water. Right. So um, like, I, like they said earlier, I don't do the soda. But for the soda, like you drink soda, which there's nothing wrong with. Um, Let's kind of elaborate on that because, like I said, I I don't know. Uh, so that's I don't true. Even, I didn't even think about that because your lack of emotion really put me down a little. Yeah, bit. I don't like I, I said. Like, I don't wow, know. So I, I kind of want to hear. I'm disappointed. Like, like honestly, some people love it and they're like, "Give me the all most these options. I can yeah. love it." Yeah, I love touching screens that everyone else touches and gets their dirty hands on. Ugh. Love that. Don't know why. Um, because I'm I'm first of all I'm a Pepsi guy. I love Coke, but I'm doing Pepsi Mountain Dew all day. Okay. And I want to push my drink against something or push the button that says push, and it comes out. I don't okay. want one dispenser for 87 drinks, and the number has changed every time I've said the amount of drinks that this thing holds. <laughs> but it, it's, it's terrible. Like, you know what a Coke should taste like. Right. And honestly... Fountain Coke tastes a little different based on like the syrup and carbonation levels compared right. to like a bottled Coke. But you know, you know what it is. And whatever they serve at Wendy's or wherever else that has that huge Coke machine, that ain't it. So let me just kind of help you out here. <laughs> okay. Help me out. When you go to Wendy's, just get a strawberry lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I will, promise they're great. I will say that my wife always got the like berry tea like they had some uh-huh cool they have a bunch of different yeah yeah but they don't have it anymore so i did get like the berry lemonade or something good. fantastic so their lemonades are on point yeah they're good i can confirm that. um an argument like i said i don't have any complaints with the machines because i don't experience it you much yeah, yeah but um i do think that the screen the advanced technology and all different options is what draws your non no I don't even know how to say it. Like people who don't have a big a preference, yeah. it draws them in. Yeah. So I do think that you're probably seeing more sales of fountain drinks if you have that in your store. Um, Until they try it once, I would hope. But I just like why else would they be having them? You know, no, like, for sure, for sure. Unless um, that whoever and I always thought the they were cool. Salesmen, like fantastic. I didn't know they were. Yeah, I didn't know they were awful. Right. So because um, I don't do the soda out of them. So like on the cruise, I just went on uh, over this past spring. Um, they had a couple of those, and I was like, "Oh, those are awesome!" Like, mm-hmm. now I never got anything because it, it costs. So the way you did it on a cruise is you get you pay for this drink plan, and this cup has a magnet on the bottom or something, mm-hmm. and you put it on that, and it activates the machine. Cool. So it's very similar. I didn't have that. I was stuck <laughs> to water and lemonade. Love lemonade. Yeah, so perfect love water. For you. So yeah. Um, but my girlfriend, she had her family. I went with her family. They had it, and they just kind of shared a cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, you just tattled. They, yeah, sorry, uh, Royal Caribbean, don't Oops. let me back on. <laughs> I won't give you my 350 bucks next time. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, they they thought it was awesome. Yeah. So, and I didn't know, you know. Okay, so. is the invention awesome? Yes. Does it let me down every time? Okay. Yes. So it looks cooler than what it tastes? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Respectable. I don't, I don't need lemon, cherry, Vanilla, orange, blackberry, black cherry, Coke. I don't need all those options. <laughs> I need one good option. <laughs> okay. 
so so sorry. Wow, that got me really. You're heated. good. I mean, but, yeah, I think our goal was like a 45, 40, 45 minute podcast. We're probably at three hours now. We're, so yeah, three hours long. Ninety percent of it is Wendy's Coke dispenser. <laughs> but yeah, I think it is about time to wrap it up. But so just to recap, you guys have homework. Please do hit us up. Let us know what the loser should do. Um, for the wager for the finals. Yes. Um, and also be thinking about a good tiebreaker. Yes. We need some help there. So, uh, Bryce, anything else? Yeah. Um, so we've been doing some kind of shout out lots of times these last couple, and they've been like a positive. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to ask for uh, my high school basketball coach, very, very close friend of mine now. Mm-hmm. Talk all the time. We're doing lots of basketball training stuff together. Yeah, close with Evan. Too. Like Evan knows him well, very yeah. well. He's a basketball coach too. Great guy. Great guy. Um, we're playing pickup today. He's a good player. Really good shooter. Probably yeah. the best shooter in the gym. Hate um, not being on his team. Ruptured his Achilles today when I was guarding <sighs> him. Uh, he just I was just in front of him and he just no contact. Just took his back or his right foot back to to cross step and explode and just collapsed. Um, so I'd like to ask for prayers for him yeah. for a, a healthy and hopefully quick recovery because the first thing he said when he went down was, that's it for me. I'm 40 years old. I'm not going to be able to play again. I can't play with my kids. I can't play tennis anymore. The stuff that, So hopefully um, that was more of an in-the-moment thing. Yeah. Hopefully we can get this recovery going good and uh, he can get back to at least 75% of what he was. That way he can still enjoy the game. Um, that man is resilient. I have no right. doubt that Well, if anyone knows Coach Hoig, um, and hopefully some of you guys that didn't know he did this now know and can shoot him a text of, of uh, kind of encouragement, but he loves the game of basketball as much as anybody I've ever met, mm-hmm. and to play it. Mm-hmm. So this, this was brutal for all of us. When he went down, I knew what it was immediately because no one, I would, didn't touch. Like It was non-contact. Mm-hmm. He reached for the back. He said that he felt like someone stabbed him with a two by f- or hit him with a two by four in the back, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I mean, it's your Achilles." Yeah, so, um, very, very brutal, hard to watch, knowing that the guy loves it. So that's kind of my shout out this mm-hmm. week is um, just uh, asking for prayers for for Coach Robbie Hoig, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we can get a, a good speedy recovery there. Because for a basketball player, there's nothing more um, demoralizing than a, an Achilles injury. Yeah. So um, I will say that if anyone yelled at me as much as or any adult yell at me as much as Coach Hoy yell at me in, <laughs> in my years. I don't know that I'd be friends with them, but the respect that I have we all, for that man. If you play for that guy, you all he literally wants nothing but the best for you. Yeah. And so that's I want to return this favor here to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just got a text from him saying, I went to the walk-in. It's a ruptured Achilles. Confirmed. Not sure how bad. Um, so I said, let me know what you find out. He said, we'll do. So, wow. Um, okay. Well, and hopefully he's okay with sharing this. Yeah, I mean, he's he's okay. Yeah, you know yeah. him. Uh, so, so, so yeah. prayers out for, for Coach Holy. Yeah, definitely. We like to end every episode with a shout-out. Um, and, yeah, this week, a little different, but still, um, need your prayers. I will say this. He is someone who doesn't like a bunch of attention. <laughs> and I just gave him a bunch. Uh, I don't even know if he listens, to be honest. But... Um, so don't, don't bombard him. Like just don't even do me a favor. Don't even send him in words of encouragement. Hey, I'm going to be honest. I don't think most of these listeners even have his number. I don't think it's going to be a problem. Well, just pray for him privately. Yes. Don't even ask him about it. Cause you, if you know him, he won't like that as much. He was bound to get a shout out before, you know, too long because I mean, he was right. Unfortunate it came in this, in this stature, but just, just pray for him. That's all I'm asking. At the end of the day. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Like we said earlier, let us know. We need ideas. And uh, we keep talking about this giveaway. Bryce, let's finally finally lay down the law. What are we getting? What would I win if I won this? If you do the steps that we will post on social media, very, very, very simple... Two to three step process. Giveaway. Social security number, address. <laughs> Credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> you will win a $25 Dick's Sporting Goods gift card, redeemable online or in stores. Boom. A And a Made Elite apparel package. Yep. It will consist of a Made Elite t-shirt, 
color of your choice, we will contact you when you win. Yep. Color, I say color of your choice. You will have a choice of colors. Yep. Um, no tie-dye. And, and logo type, where you want the location. A made elite wristband, mm-hmm. um, which isn't great. And then a signed picture of Bryce and I. And a signed <laughs> photograph. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That, that's it. I mean, you'll get a free t-shirt, free $25 gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods, made elite wristband. Um, and a signed autograph picture of Bryce and I on request. On request. Only yeah. if you want that. Yeah, only if you want that. Yeah. We, I will say this on record. I will be disappointed if they don't want yeah, that. For so. sure. <laughs> we may pick a new one. No, but yeah, so look for that. That will be very soon, and we're not just saying that to get your hopes up. That is coming. Very soon. We, we've said that for three episodes now. Here it comes. A lot so, going on, but very, very, very soon. Yeah, very, very absolutely. Soon. Um, and with that being said, guys, thanks again so much. Shout out is complete again. Thoughts and prayers to Robbie Hogan's family. Don't bother him. 100% um, confident that he makes it. 100%. Yeah, that's it. Let's get out of here. Peace. See you guys.